0: A global map of trachoma incidents is now available to help governments and health planners target their efforts in fighting this leading cause of blindness. The map was on display at the American Society of Tropical Medicine and Hygiene meeting being held here in Atlanta. I asked Jennifer Smith why her group decided to make this map of trachoma.
1: Well, there's, there's a real need for an updated information resource on the distribution of tracoma, both for implementation parter, partners, including donors and academic researchers, as well as, to, as an advocacy tool to foster political will for further surveys.
0: Now, give me a little bit of background on tracoma. Where is it prevalent and, and why? What about the causes?
1: Um, so, as you probably know, trachoma is one of 13 neglected tropical diseases. Um, the highest burden is in sub-Saharan Africa. It's truly a disease of the poorest people within the poorest communities in the poorest countries. And so, you know, drawing attention to this disease and, um, and getting more sort of media attention is really important.
0: And the causes?
1: Um, um, trachoma is an infectious disease of the eye caused by bacterium, uh, Chlamydia trachomatis, And... Um, the infection is most prevalent in children, and then the disease sequelae, including scarring and blindness, are more prevalent in older age groups.
0: Tell me then what you've been doing in this map that you're compiling.
1: Okay, um, I've been working with the International Trachoma Initiative to compile an updated global atlas of trachoma. And so what we've been doing is we map prevalence estimates at the district level, and we are currently doing a website in which these will all be posted at www.trachomaatlas.com. This is expected to be launched in July. The idea is to make country-level maps of district-level disease prevalence estimates available for all countries.
0: How would these maps then be used practically in the fight against trachoma? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, what we hope is that by making this information readily accessible is that... um, Organizations that are interested in donating money towards implementation efforts or providing technical assistance can look at the maps, look at where further surveys are needed, look at areas where prevalence is high and maybe there's not a well-established control program, and really step up and, and start to take an active role in, in getting this moving because if we want to reach, you know, get 2020, elimination of trachoma by 2020 then, you know, things may, need to progress a little bit faster.
0: Do you think you'll be able to eliminate trachoma by 2020?
1: Well, um, I certainly hope so. It seems like in the last five years since the previous atlas was done by Sarah Pollack, also at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine in 2005 and and since then there's quite a bit more data available and so we're hoping that, you know, with this rate of progression and with a little bit more attention to trachoma that you know maybe this goal can be accomplished or at least steps in that direction.
0: So what message would you send out about your map and about your work to experts in public health and ordinary people in areas affected by trachoma?
1: I would like to um, emphasize that it's really a collaborative initiative and we really want to encourage uh, collaboration with other partners, both research partners as well as um, program managers who you know, would like to work with us, update these maps and you know, provide something that they can use when they're trying to um, you get support for, for country programs
0: it's caused by an infection so what can you actually do about it when you do know what the distribution is?
1: So infection with trachoma actually there's, there's a very well established program called the safe strategy which consists of surgery to, con- co- to correct trichiasis and um, antibiotics for infection um, and the facial cleanliness and environmental improvements like latrine building. So environmental improvement. And this is all, you know, WHO guidelines. It's a very well-established protocol. And so this is, um, this is, this is how to, to approach the problem. And of
0: course, when you know which areas are the most affected, then you can put scarce resources into those areas as a matter of priority.
1: Absolutely. So using the maps in, in order to identify areas both for further surveys or for different components of the SAFE strategy is, is um, you know an important use of the atlas.
0: Jennifer Smith from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, talking to me at the American Society of Tropical Medicine and Hygiene Congress held in Atlanta. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.